Praise God. What's up, Transformation Church? I said, what up, Transformation Church? Praise God. What a beautiful time of worship this morning. I am so grateful to be here, to be worshiping with you today. That song, that God is up to something good. Do you believe that today? My God, he's up to something good always. And we believe that today. How many of you know that there's a lot going on in the world right now today? Am I the only one who thinks some stuff is going on when I turn on the news? Like you just, I don't even watch news anymore. Anybody else? I'm telling you, there's a lot going on today, but we can hold still and we can hold fast because God is up to something good. There's hope and we can rejoice because God is doing amazing things. Amen. God is doing wonderful things and I am so excited to be a part. I'm pumped to be a part of what God is doing. Anybody else in this place? God is doing great things in the city of Knoxville and I am so pumped to be here and to be a part of it. Well, my name is Melissa. For those of you who don't know me, I am Melissa and I am so happy to be a part of this awesome team here at Transformation Church. This is a fantastic team. I'm so grateful to be a part of it. And this morning, I want to thank our pastors, Pastor Jamie and Pastor Sandra. Come on, let's give them a hand. We thank God for them and we honor God in them and the strength and the graciousness that they have. We honor God in them. Amen. We're so blessed. We're so privileged. And we thank God for the people that he's placed in our lives to lead us. Amen. Praise God. I just want to acknowledge the presence of God here. God is here. What a, what a time of worship. We know God is here this morning. We know God is here this morning. I don't know how you came here today. And I don't know why you decided to come to church. You may have had to flip or roll out of bed. Or you may have had to just drag yourself out of the house this morning. But I know one thing that God planned to meet with you here today. God planned an encounter with you here today. And you didn't come here by accident. And you didn't come here by coincidence. There's no coincidence with God. God brought you here to meet with you today. Because he has a word for you. And you're not going to leave here the same way that you came. When the spirit of God is in the room, he transforms everything. And there's freedom. Amen. You're not going to leave here the same today. Praise God. If you would turn in your Bibles with me, if you have the Bible app. In your iPhone or your Android, we don't want any fights here this morning, iPhone versus Android. Would you turn with me to John 5 verse 1, John chapter 5 and verse 1. And I'll give you some time to get there this morning. John 5 and verse 1. And it reads, After what Jesus returned to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish holy days, inside the city... Near the sheep gate was the pool of Bethesda with five covered porches. Crowds of sick people, blind, lame, and paralyzed, lay on those porches. One of the men lying there had been sick for 38 years. When Jesus saw him and knew he had been ill for a long time, he asked him, Would you like to get well? I can't, sir, the sick man said, for I have no one to put me into the pool when the water bubbles up. Someone else always gets ahead of me. And Jesus told him, stand up, 
pick up your mat and walk. Instantly, the man was healed. He rolled up his sleeping mat and he began walking. Let's pray this morning. Father, we are so, so, so thankful for your rich presence in this place. Lord, we thank you that we can trust in you. We can trust in your promises. We can trust in your strength. We can trust in your word. And we know that you are able, Lord. You are able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we can even ask, all that we can even think or even imagine, Jesus. Lord, I ask that you will speak this morning. Let it not be my words, but you will speak with laser sharp precision to each and every heart represented in this place. That they know you are alive and you save. And may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight today. In the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. I said praise God this morning. Hallelujah. God is good. God is good. This morning my title is Positioned for breakthrough, positioned for breakthrough. If you would turn to your neighbor and say, I am positioned for breakthrough. Come on, look at your neighbor, don't be shy. If you don't have a neighbor, you can look at the wall and say, I am positioned for breakthrough. Praise God, this morning I'm just here to simply remind us that God has called us to walk and to live a life of victory. He's called us saints. You see, our breakthrough is not dependent on our background. Our breakthrough is not dependent on our history. It's not dependent on our feelings or circumstances. You see, regardless of how we feel, God has a plan for our lives. And he has a purpose for our lives. And his plans and his purposes, they always supersede our expectations. That's the kind of God we serve. And so it doesn't matter what is going on currently in your life. You may be sitting here this morning and it doesn't matter what you feel and what's going on in your life. The reality is that God has positioned you for breakthrough. The reality is that in your weakness, you may feel weak this morning, but God has positioned you for a miracle. And so if we look at the story of this man laying by the pool of Bethesda, Bethesda in Hebrew means the house of mercy. And so this man was laying there. And so we see a man who was laying in his discomfort. A man who may have been broken. He was broken physically, we know that. But he may have been broken spiritually and mentally. A man who had spent most of his life, he was waiting. As a matter of fact, the scripture says he waited for 38 years. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine how he felt waiting for his miracle for 38 years? I don't know if anyone has patience in here, but that can test your patience. <laughs> 38 years, all those years he waited. And some of us may feel today in a, like we're in a similar place and we're waiting and it seems forever. But this man didn't know that he was waiting and his waiting positioned him. He was right, right in place where God wanted him for his miracle. And this brings me to the first thing this morning, that he was in the right place. He was in the right place. You see, every year he turned up at that same pool. And that pool represented his miracle. And he knew something good can happen. If only I could just step into the water. If only I could just drag myself into the water. If only someone could help me into the water. Something good can happen. 
if we study the Bible and this story, we see that there were certain times that the angels would come. And whenever the angels came by the pool, they would stir the water. And the water would bubble up. And whoever was first to step in after the water bubbled up, they would receive their healing. So this man knew that. And so he was persistently in place. He kept showing up. Somehow he still believed, even if it was like a, a mustard seed faith, somehow he still believed that something is going to happen if I stay in place. This is for someone this morning. I don't know who you are, but keep showing up. Don't give up. Stay in place. Keep praying. Keep blessing others. You are actually closer to your breakthrough than you think you are. You see, if this man had decided, you know what, today I don't even feel like going there. Don't put me there, you know. It's too hot, the humidity. <laughs> or it's raining, the lightning. Anybody scared of lightning? Yeah, I don't play with lightning. <laughs> but the lightning, I'm not going there. I don't feel like it today. If this man had decided that he wasn't going there, or he didn't want to be there anymore, he would have missed an opportunity an opportunity to meet with the one who could change his life forever. He would have missed an opportunity to meet Jesus. You see, that day, Jesus, he was looking for someone. He was looking for someone to give a breakthrough to. He was looking. And Jesus knew everyone who came to the pool came for that breakthrough. He knew everybody. But there was something about this man and something about the kind of faith that he had. There was something about his faith. He had the audacity. It was an audacious faith because while he's weak, he was audacious because he kept showing up. He's going to keep showing up. He kept showing up despite his lameness, showing up despite his weakness, showing up despite how long he was waiting Jesus is looking for that persistent faith today. Do you have that persistent faith? As people of God, we should have that kind of faith that says, I'm going to show up regardless. And I'm going to stay in place because I know my miracle is on the way. We just have to say it. We just have to say, I know my miracle is on the way. It's on the way. Amen. Praise God. This brings me to my second point this morning. This man showed a really good model of prayer. He communed with God. If we read from verse 6, it says, When Jesus saw him and knew he had been ill for a long time, he asked him, Would you like to get well? I can't, sir, the sick man said, for I have no one to put me into the pool. Strike one. And he says, someone else always gets ahead of me. Strike two. You see, Jesus asked him a simple question. Very pointed question. Would you like to get well? And that question only required a yes answer or a no answer. You know, sometimes we complicate things. But Jesus just wanted a yes or a no. You see, the kind of God he is, he never violates our will. So he wants to know if we want to be healed. And so Jesus wanted to know if this man wanted his healing that day. But what we see here in the scripture is that this man, he proceeded to tell God all of the reasons why he can't. All of the reasons why he's not deserving of that miracle. He proceeded to tell God, and sometimes we do that. 
Sometimes we tell God all of the reasons why we're not deserving. Because sometimes maybe we just lose hope or we just don't think it can happen anymore. But God is asking us today, would you like to get well? He wants us to tell us exactly what we need. You see, he's the kind of God, he can do it for us. He's our breakthrough personified. He's our victory exemplified. He is God. The scripture says he is God our father. He's Jehovah Soboeth. He's the Lord who fights our battles. He's Jehovah Nisi. He's the Lord our banner. And if we lack anything in our lives, he's Jehovah Jireh. He's the Lord our provider. If we need healing today, he's Jehovah Rapha. He's the Lord our healer. If we need peace, my God, he's Jehovah Shalom, the Lord, our peace. You see, he is God and he can do the impossible and he can do anything. That's our God. Let's not limit God today. Let's not limit God. He is the limitless God. There's a song that says he's the way maker. He's the miracle worker. He's the promise keeper. That's our God. Scripture says he's the same yesterday and he's the same today and the same for forever. That's our God. We serve a matchless king this morning. The other thing we see happening here is that this man felt left behind and there was no one to help him. You see, everybody else was getting their blessing and everybody else was moving on. But when is my time, Lord? Does that sound familiar? I know it sounds familiar for me. I don't know about you today, but everybody else seems to be getting their blessing, and we've all been there. I don't know if you might be there today, but you may feel like this man, like you're in isolation. You don't even have a number. You know, like God is giving out numbers, but what is my number? Like you don't even count. But you may feel like you're in a waiting room this morning, and a desert place, a dry place, and nothing seems to be happening. This morning, I just came to tell you that God sees you. I don't know who came here to hear this today, but it is your time this morning. It is your turn. And you have prayed and you have waited. But God wants to tell you today that you are positioned for a breakthrough. And despite confusion that you may feel, despite any kind of frustration or rejection, God sees you, God hears you, and God knows who you are right where you're sitting this morning. And when we feel forgotten, God wants us to talk to him. It's simple. Talking to God is not hard. It's very simple as we can see. When we feel left behind, God wants us to talk to him and tell him. He's a limitless God. He has all the resources in the world. He's the source. Talk to God. He said, call unto me and I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things. The third thing we see here is that God always has a plan. Always. Any planning people, planaholics, planning freaks in the house? <laughs> I'm looking at my husband. He needs to raise his hand. Come on. <laughs> you see, one of the things when we, I first got married to him is that I had to learn whenever we're going on road trips or vacation, he wanted to know 10 steps down the line, even 100 steps. Okay, so what are we doing after we go to the gas station? What are we going to do after we go and we eat? What's happening after that? At this time, this is happening. He wanted to know everything. And some of us are like that. We want to know every detail. And so this man, he had his own plan. 
You see, if he could only step into the pool, that was the way out. He was seeing one way. His mind was limited. But God had a better way. God always has a better way, saints. God had a better way. God told him to rise up, take up your mat, and walk. But laying there on the ground, just imagine that. Laying there on the ground, he became comfortable in his discomfort. And many times, that's like us. We just become comfortable. We just become comfortable in the place of pain. We just become comfortable in the place of lack. And that was that man today. But God is calling us to a higher place. God is calling us up. God is saying today, rise up and walk. And if we look at that word walk, in Greek it's peripatio. And in the Hebrew for that means to live. God is saying, rise up and live. Rise up and be who I have called you to be. Rise up and live the plan I have for you. He has a plan for us, saints. The thing is, sometimes we feel like we can't rise up, but as we take one step, God is going to take that step with us. And as we take another step, he's going to take that step with us. And he's going to make our path clearer. And he's going to strengthen our feet. Because sometimes we get so used to dragging. We're not used to walking. Just imagine that man for 38 years, he couldn't walk. So I assume when God told him, rise up and walk, he may have had to drag. But we should still drag, saints. God is saying, rise up. And if you have to drag, you will be enabled by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will enable you. And doors can open for you if you just rise up by faith and say that simple yes. You see that man at the pool, he was lame, but yet he got a touch from God. There's another story in the Bible which I love so much. It's the story of Naaman. And whenever you have some time, I would love if you would read it on your own time, in your own devotions. But Naaman was a commander of the army of Aram. The Bible says that he was a mighty warrior. But there was one thing about him. He had leprosy. And leprosy is a skin disease. And in those days, in those ancient times, people who were lepers, they were shunned by society. And they were considered to be unclean. And so Naaman wanted to be healed of that. But one thing we learn when we read the scriptures, we see that he had his own plan. He had his own way in mind. He was kind of stubborn, if you ask me. He had his own perception of how his healing should come about. And so Naaman went to see a prophet, Elisha, who he heard could heal him. Elisha represented the plan that God had, which is the better plan. And Elisha told him, go dip yourself seven times in the Jordan River. So Elisha, if we read the story carefully, he sent his, service, his servant to tell Naaman this. Go dip yourself, go wash yourself seven times in the river and you will be made clean. But Naaman was like, uh-uh, oh no. You know how we do the head turn sometimes? He was like, oh no, uh-uh, no. You see, in Naaman's mind, he had something extravagant in mind. You know, maybe he wanted Elisha to come in front of him and say, you know, do the hand wave and say, voila, you're healed. Something big and extravagant. And so he wanted to dictate his breakthrough. 
You see, sometimes we give instructions to God rather than listening to what God is saying to us this morning. All God wanted was simple obedience. Simple obedience. Naaman wanted it his way. Even still, when we read the story, we see how faithful God was because God used people who were around him and the people who were around him told him, hey, listen, listen to this prophet, okay? Go do this. He's the prophet from God. Go dip yourself. Do you want to be healed or not? Go dip yourself in the Jordan River. Sometimes all we have to do is listen. God places people around us. God places people who he uses to speak to us. You see, when God steps into our situation, he changes everything. Everything. How many of us know that if it had not been for the goodness of God, where would we be today? My God, I tell you, I know. If it had not been for the goodness of God, where would I be today? And we may feel like we're alone, but God said, the Lord is with you. The mighty one, he will save you. And we may feel weak, but God said, I will strengthen you and I will help you and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And we may feel unloved, but God said, I have loved you with an everlasting love. And if we could only understand how high, how deep, how wide the love of God is for us today, God loves us. I don't know if you came here this morning feeling unloved, but I came here to tell you that God loves you and God wants you to live a life of victory. He loves you. He loves you this morning. That's our God. I want to close today with this. Some of you are saying, praise God. <laughs> Time to close. But I want to close with you this morning. You may feel like you're at that man, like that man at that pool this morning. You're waiting and you're waiting and the clock is ticking. It's ticking. And you may feel like you're comfortable in that pain and comfortable in your lack. Comfortable in your hurt. And the world is passing you by. Like this man, you might be waiting for your healing. Or you might be waiting for the right person in your life. You might be waiting for the right opportunity, for the right job. You're waiting. You've been waiting for years. You've been waiting for months. You've been waiting for days. And it seems like forever. But God wants you to know today you are closer to your miracle than you think you are. And you are positioned. You are in place for a breakthrough. I don't know who you are today. But God has not forsaken you. You are positioned in this place for a breakthrough. God wants to meet with you today. He is coming by. He is coming by your pool today. Sometimes all we have to say is, yes, Lord. He is asking, would you like to get well? Would you like to get well? Jane, would you like to get well today? John, would you like to get well today? And sometimes all we have to say is, Lord, I trust you. Just say yes, Lord, I trust you. And if we truly trust God, we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to fear. The scripture says, trust in the Lord with everything that is within us. And do not depend on our own understanding. The scripture says, eyes have not seen nor ears heard. Nor have it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for us. Wow. 
What a promise. Today God is coming by your pool this morning and he's asking you, do you want to get well? You see, he knows everything. He knew the circumstance of that man. He knew he was ill. He knew he was there for a long time. He knows about you. He knows what you're going through. And you may be here this morning and you want to enter into that new reality with God. You want to understand how, how do I live a life of victory? How do I claim my breakthrough? How do I get my miracle? With every head bowed this morning and every eye closed. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we lift up each and every person here today. Lord, the one who may have given up hope, the one who may feel isolated, the one who may feel rejected, the one who may have had to drag themselves out of the house this morning. Lord, you brought them here to tell them that today is their day and it's their time and their position for a breakthrough. This is the time for breakthrough in their life and they've waited. Lord, I lift up this person and I ask that you would undergird them with your strength. That they would walk in your power, God. Knowing that you would give them the ability to be who you have called them to be today. Lord, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. And if you would like to have a fresh start with God today, would you simply lift one hand? If you've never asked God into your heart or you just want to start anew, if you simply lift your hand all over this place, God is calling you this morning. Lord, we thank you this morning for all those hands lifted, God, and hearts that are turned towards you, saying yes to you this morning. They're saying yes to you today, God. Yes to your will. Yes to your plan. Yes to your purpose. I ask that by your power, you would strengthen them and you would undergird them and cause them to walk out in victory today. Lord, we thank you for what you are doing in this place. We thank you for this day that we can hope in you and we can trust in you and we can know that something good is going to happen because you're here and because you're at our pool. My God, something good is going to happen. We thank you in the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Come on, would you give God a hand this morning? What a mighty God we serve. What an awesome God we serve today. Amen. Praise God. God is doing great things. Hallelujah.